Yo, what's up, guys? Today, I will be telling you about an IPO. Um, you wouldn't say it's really that recent of an IPO, but this company, like, this company is really amazing. A lot of investors, I personally believe, have been underestimating this stock. Now, before we get started, please listen to our sponsor. So guys, the company I will be talking about today is Oprah. Now, the information here, just know that it's not financial advice. All content should be considered opinionated. Um, I am not licensed, and I am a college student, to be honest, and I am not responsible for any gains and losses. Please see a financial advisor if you need financial advice. So anyways, guys. Today, I'm going to be talking about Oprah. It's known for its browsers, and the company is a Norwegian software company, and they just IPO'd in July of 2019. Now, the stock is up 19, was up 19.5% on its first day of trading. Now, the company has been most well-known for its browsers. Think of like Mozilla Fox, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome, and so on. And they even have other services as well. Well, it does own many online browsers, and it also does own a news service, a micro-lending platform, and more. Um, you might be wondering, how does this company make money? Well, according to Romain Dillette from TechCrunch, Oprah makes its money in three ways, main ways, okay? You have, um, you have search engine companies that actually pay Oprah to be the default search engine for browsers. You have advertising and you have licensing deals. Now, most of its revenue actually does come from like you know, search engine companies paying to be the default search engine. So, and Google happens to be the biggest customer, of course. Uh, Yandex is uh, the only customer for Russia. And it does pose some risk, I will admit. But at the same time, Google, look, the whole browser market, the internet market, and all, it's really big that Oprah can fit in as well and create carve its own niche. The company already has a huge following. So instead of Google creating its own browser or, you know, pushing its own browser popularity in the regions Oprah serves, um, Google um, is um, preferring to just pay Oprah, you know, just pay an upfront fee, that's it. And yeah, you could say less headache for the company. Now, Furthermore, what I really like about this company is the opportunity it's giving to investors. The company has huge exposure to emerging markets. Um, you're talking about like, you know, most of Africa, you're talking about India, Southeast Asia, and more. Now, Oprah has been experiencing high growth rates. And, you know, especially with like internet access starting to increase in a lot of these developing nations, I do believe that Oprah could sustain and even increase the rate of growth in the future. 
And furthermore, in the recent investor presentation in December 2019, um, they have told investors that annual revenue has grown 100% year over year. Okay, and the company is also profitable. Think about the many other unprofitable unicorns coming to the market, and they happen to be skyrocketing. But for Oprah, um, they're not. They're still like trading in a range. Right now, Oprah stock is trading at $8.78 at um, $968 million market cap, when this thing could probably grow to the billions. Now, also, Oprah does have a new service, which has been growing a lot. Uh, when it first released in Q2 2017, they had 25 million users. In Q3 of 2019, they have 169 million users. That's honestly impressive growth. Furthermore, in, in Oprah's investor presentation in December 2019, the news, the Oprah news app has became the most downloaded news app worldwide in Q2 2019. That just shows just how impressive Oprah has done when expanding into the news division, the news industry. And also, just like looking at all the stats, it just seems like Oprah does have a great brand. You know, there are a lot of news apps. But why go for Oprah instead of others? Most likely because of the brand. And furthermore, now, before I talk about Oprah and how they're implementing AI into news, um, you might be wondering, is this growth in news sustainable? Well... So far, in one case study, my case study, I'll say, um, so Oprah talked about in their investor presentation of um, how their news app has been doing in Nigeria. Nigeria is an emerging market, and, you know, when looking at the chart, it, like, vastly outperforms the competition. And, you know, if it does really well in Nigeria, I think it could do really well in other nations in Africa. And plus, in in Nigeria, internet like internet access is continuing to grow rapidly. So, there could be even more demand for Oprah's new service. And if you're looking for a fintech trade in Oprah, well, Oprah does have an element of fintech in its portfolio. Ocash a fintech subsidiary that specializes in micro-lending has made around a billion in U.S. dollar of loans to, like, businesses and other individuals in emerging nations. Now, with the rise in fintech, many sectors of society that once were forgotten are now being sought after with solutions to their problems. For the many that are unbanked, Many fintech startups like Ant Financial and Square are looking forward to providing financial services to them. Now, Ant Financial might be focused in China, Square in America, but for Oprah, a lot more places. They're, they're, they're mostly focused on Africa. And I will admit, 
just seeing Oprah get into the micro lending space and, you know, just like, you know, pushing hard into Africa is really interesting. When I go on Fiverr, for example, I see a lot of um, freelancers from Nigeria and just like thinking about microloans and how they help freelancers. Microloans, in case many of you don't know, they're usually like short-term loans that help freelancers buy equipment and other things to get their business started. The rise in um, popularity of Fiverr, um, I don't have a chart on the on the blog, but just knowing how popular Fiverr is and just going on the app, seeing a lot of people from Nigeria advertising their services, I can make a correlation on on how um you know the rise of micro lending also led to the rise of freelancers from Nigeria and so on. That was just a side thought. And anyways, interestingly, this is really intriguing with Ocash. When securing loans, instead of doing signatures, they do facial recognition. Like, do I see facial recognition being being used in America? Not really when it comes to transactions. But for Oprah, they are. And who knows? I haven't dug deeper into Oprah's patents, but if they do have a patent on this facial recognition software, then maybe Oprah could find another way to capitalize on it. That could be another big boon for the company. And, okay, with, you know, with the browsers, with the micro-lending, with the news service, news service, that's actually not all of Oprah. You see, Oprah has plenty of other divisions. You have Olist, which is um an online marketplace. Think of like Facebook Marketplace, for example, or eBay. Um, you got OFood, uh, which is food delivery, and you got O-Ride, which is um, you know, like Uber, for example. Um, OPay is like you'd compare that to Apple Pay, and yeah, it's quite interesting. And with that, as you know, as the rides division and the food delivery division, as they grow, and I'm not sure if they actually are profitable or not, but if they're unprofitable, and with the increase in um, app investor appetite for these businesses, I do believe that Oprah will be able to sell O Food and O Ride to to like another investor or another company for a huge premium. Think about Square and Caviar. Like Square sold Caviar for a huge premium. It's really interesting. And yeah, those are my thoughts on it. So in conclusion, Oprah has shown to not only be a tech company of high growth and profitability, but of a company that has a lot more growth ahead of itself, expanding into African and other developing nations as internet access is rising. Oprah could be bigger in the future, and who knows, maybe Oprah might be a big momentum stock in the future. We never know. Thanks for listening, guys. Please share this podcast with your friends and family, and follow us on Instagram at Dissecting the Markets. All lowercase, by the way. And also, check out our blog. Our website is 
dissectingthemarkets.blogspot.com. That is dissectingthemarkets.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.